My name's Peach, and for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is Spooker. So, a couple of weeks ago, mm. I put up a video from mm. something that happened in oh, my yeah. home. Mm. And I, I know sometimes it feels like, you know, like, oh, this is clearly just a bit for the show. But this is something that actually happened. And, and obviously I wanted to share it because it was scary and it made sense. But, the, like, this is a true story. This happened, this happened mm. at our house. So... Lying in bed asleep, I think Golden Child stirred in the in the in the early morning. Mm. So went in to check on them. Went back into bed, uh, lying there awake with Adele. Just you know how like when so, when it's like early in the morning and you you you've both been woken up by something, and so you're sort of in a half daze, and both of us can sort of hear just the faintest music, just the the absolute faintest scaric of music. And I was like, okay, well maybe we've left you know, the iPad playing lullabies on in mm. Golden Child's room. So go in there, check. The iPad's not in there. In fact, it's charging in our room, so it's not that. Mm. And when I come back, I can hear the sound, and I realize it's coming from the attic. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a bit weird. Hate it. Boo. And, mm-hmm. and the more I listen to it, the more I realize it's the sound of a decoration that we'd set up for Halloween last year and honestly haven't touched since Halloween. And I'm like, mm. and, and just on a constant loop. So, so just being like, <laughs> but just so faint, but I knew that's what it was. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to check this. Now, I don't know if you've ever gone up to your attic at four in the morning, but even like, even if you know, that there's definitely no one up in mm. your attic in your suburban Sydney like townhouse. Like yep. no one's there. There's still mm. this feeling that I shouldn't be going up there. And my attic makes the creakiest sound when you open it. It goes like <sighs> So anyway, so of course I filmed this because I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty scary and might be good content <laughs> for Spooker. Um, it's pretty scary and might be good content. I'm like, yeah, so so I reach up. Mm. Mm. And I pull down the, the, the ladder that goes up to my attic. And yeah. immediately I'm confronted by the light. And we always turn the light off in our attic. Always turn the light off in our attic, mm. right? Like we do not waste electricity. The economy in Australia right now, like inflation <laughs> is ridiculous. You need to yeah. save wherever you can. And well, so they'll, they'll get the um Power prices down, Jake. So I'm <laughs> Also, also remember that in, in Australia, Liberal is the Conservative Party. It's so yeah. confusing. Labor and, and, and the Liberals. And it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know I'm joking. Yeah, I know you're joking. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I, so I pulled this mm. ladder down, and then the lights on in the attic, and it's like, oh, good. That's not Ooh. what I was expecting. Not what I was hoping for. It's still four in the morning, mm. and I'm gonna have to go up anyway. So as soon as I open the attic door, the sound is much louder. It's like do 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 do. So I climb up and I'm trying, and there's so many, it's like an attic. It's like anyone's attic. There's like boxes Mm. of stuff everywhere, right? And I'm trying to work out where possibly our Halloween decorations would be because, again, we haven't 
touched them since Halloween last mm. year. That's a good like four or five months. So I'm looking around and I realize they're buried under an, an uh, like a number of boxes. So I, I I'm I'm taking the boxes off <clears throat> and the sound gets louder and louder. And <clears throat> it's like, oh, I realize I've got to the Halloween box. So I open the box and there's just black. Uh, I guess, shrouds on top from all the different, like, spooky stuff we have, but just a flashing light emanating from the bottom of the box. And I pull everything up, and it's this skeleton decoration we had. There was this evil skeleton that you 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 pressed a button and it would go, and so as soon as I put it up, it did that, but it wasn't stopping. Now, keep in mind, this is the first time it's turned on since Halloween. We have not touched this box. We have not, like, if if those boxes were going to naturally settle, I would imagine it wouldn't be four or five months of naturally settle. You know what I mean? It would have been, like, a a couple of days, maybe a week, right? Mm. So something in the middle of the night a couple of weeks ago turned our attic light on and turned that on. Now, I got into arguments over this year with people in the comments on our Spooko Insta Mm. about why ghosts are scary or why aren't they scary. And, you know, somebody made a really good point that it's like, no, ghosts are scary because they could kill you, but they don't want to. They just want to torment you. And it kind of made me think, you know, like, you know how we, we spent the first sort of 100 episodes sort of building up to a crescendo that never came because we just like doing this podcast so much mm. of me putting in like spooky sounds and stuff yeah yeah hugely and i'm like what if i like first of all what if i am being haunted either because of that or for some reason and how then do we approach that t- doing this podcast right like you know if like let's say it's scream right like you know we, we know there's a serial here are the rules of that like yeah what do I do? Like, I, I mean, and I'm I'm sort of half joking. Like, I'm sure there's many explanations. Like, you know, maybe a fucking rat got in there. I don't know. But mm. although it couldn't, the box was sealed. So no, a rat yeah. didn't get in there. But what 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 do I do about it? And nothing's happened since, right? So that that's it. And nothing's happened. We've continued this show as normal. What, what do I do? Well, I'm I'm anxious that you're like I don't. I don't. I don't want to be too um, reveal my cowardly nature, but let's not blame the show. Let's not jump to conclusions that <laughs> all Spooko hosts are going to get haunted. Like let's. <laughs> well, well, but, well, what kind of scares me about that is it's like mm. I've now shown you the video, and in fact, I've shown everybody. Like I don't know if it's oh, like a ring light situation, Shane. but if it is, like, yeah. But what if it is? Yeah, I don't know. And if you've been on our Insta or if you haven't and you're welcome to go check it out now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I look, anyway, anyway, so, so. Well, well, no, but, it's, like, it's a great point, right? Because if we're sitting on here being like, ghosts aren't scary because what are they going to do? And then the response is, well, they're going to torment you. <laughs> like, we're both being haunted right now by that same ghost. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, it's like, it hasn't done anything since. That's the scariest part. Like a really scary oh. horror movie would be a ghost at the start and then a normal movie for the rest of the movie where the whole time you're like, it's coming. Where's the ghost? It's this coming. This is why foreshadowing works so well, mm. I imagine. I'm like, Shag, there's fucking a spooky. Shag, there's a spooky ghost in your attic. I can't believe I'm confirming this for you. That's really spooky. I don't like that. Anyway, anyway, the reason why I bring this up 
Besides mm. the fact that I just want to warn people, you know, just in case they start to notice weird shit happening. Yes. Is today's film is kind of about if you are being haunted by supernatural phenomena, how mm. would you try to document it? How would you try to get through it in a rational way? And I think this film approaches that conceit so, so cleverly. I've got to say, when a bunch of people suggested a film called Oculus that I had never quite seen, even though now I know, you know, it's made by a director and a creator with some pedigree, I was just like, Oculus, it sounds like one of those movies about like a haunted eyeball or something. And I'm like, even the name Oculus, I was just like, whatever. This film rules and it's so clever about how it approaches how you would try to properly document and solve a supernatural tormentor. It's super clever. Peach, today's film, Oculus, the let's do it. Oh, Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pretty shit title. Hello again. You must be hungry. Tim is a healthy adult who represents no danger to himself or anyone else. I believe he should be discharged. Hey, little brother. I found it. What do you mean? We only have a few days. A few days for what? To keep our promise and kill it. My name is Kaylee Ann Russell. The purpose of today's experiment is to prove that the object behind me is responsible for at least 45 deaths in the four centuries of its recorded existence. We got a new home, so we get new furniture. It's a bit ostentatious, though, don't you think? Who's that lady in your office today? What lady? We were just kids. We made up a scary story so we wouldn't have to accept the fact that our father was a sick man who killed our mom. Why don't we just end it right now and smash the damn thing? First, I intend to prove that the people I've just described were victims of the supernatural force that resides in that mirror. You want to redeem the family name? You promised me you'd never forget what really happened. I was 10 years old. Betty? (laughs) Tim? Tim. Snap out of it! It's not real. I've met my demons. Looks fucking sick. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. I'm a little bit freaked. I'm a little bit excited. Shag, I think that's my kind of horror film that I get excited to watch and then get too freaked out to, you know, that I watch the first nine minutes of and I'm like, looks awesome. I got to go. I can't watch it. Paige, I think this would be a really good one for you because at the end of the day, this goes back to the old horror trope of, like, mm. what if we made something that's safe and normal scary? Like last yep. week for the invitation, in parentheses, no, 2015. <laughs> like, what if we made a dinner party scary? Mm. This one is, what if we make a mirror scary? And yep. as, as good as this film is, and it's an excellent film, there's a level of scary a mirror can be, right? Like, it's just too mm. bland. <laughs> right like well you just leave the room the mirror's in and i'm like oh okay cool we've we dodged that and it's like i guess it's the other thing where it's like 
I love the idea. Like, it, it, like if it was an episode of like the X Files, for example, mm. it'd be the scariest episode of the X Files. But as a movie where you expect a Paymon level antagonist, Amira, it just can't, like it's this movie. Like I really love this movie. It's just not as scary or disturbing as as other horror films are because of that. So you would probably be okay watching it. Shag, um, can I ask just quickly on the title? Right, this is a classic. This is a classic title that is not the title that they were working with. It's the same as I remember the like most recent Invisible Man movie. No, sorry, not the most recent Invisible Man movie. The like two thousand Invisible Man movie was called Hollow Man. For like, oh, yeah. we just I was just like, we just can't fucking call it Invisible Man. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so for this, they're like, look, we just don't want to have Mira in the title, right? Just do do whatever you got to do. Uh, we can't have Mira in the title. What do you say about the title, Oculus? It's like I said, it sounds like mm. those horror movies where it's like it's a haunted eyeball. Like that's really what I thought <laughs> it was going to be. Like, yeah, nice. you know, it's the 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 spotlight. And it is really. It's a haunted mirror. But it sounds more like a Chris Nolan film to me. It sounds more like Tenant to me or like, more, yeah, yeah. Like that's like, well, guess well, what? Well, speaking of, we're going mm. back to something that you do find a little bit terrifying this film Ugh. exists on two timelines oh no I but like that. no but for a really good reason for a really mm. good reason and we'll get there at the end but okay so hopefully this is another really good wikipedia synopsis so i don't have to do too much explaining mm. but it is a little bit complicated this film so i might have to fill in the gaps all right so this is oh and it's directed by mike flanagan who is a uh, like he's he's a horror film creator of some note. Mm. Recently did Doctor Sleep. He also did one of the Ouija movies as well. On top of that, did like an amazing horror TV show, a couple of TV shows, The Haunting of Hill House and Midnight Mass. So you know, like there's a reason why this film this film is really good. This like Mike knows what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. So the film takes place in two different timelines: the present and eleven years earlier. Although. It's the present in 2013. So this film takes place yeah, okay. in 2002 and 2013. The two plot lines are told in parallel through flashbacks. In 2002, software engineer Alan Russell moves into a new house with his wife Marie, 10-year-old son Tim, and 12-year-old daughter Kaylee. Alan purchases an antique mirror to decorate his office. Now, you've seen the mirror in this Ugh, film. No one would purchase that mirror. No one would, but also, like... It's kind of a statement piece. You wouldn't hide it in your office, don't you reckon? Uh, yeah, that, that's very well said. You'd put it at your, like, immediately as you enter the house type scenario. Or, or somewhere where you would want to use a full-body mirror because you'd want it to be useful as well, right? Yeah, I mean, what do you want in your office? You don't actually want to be, like, reflecting on your appearance and things. No. You want to have pieces that are either comfortable or inspiring or that sort of thing. And, in fact, if you are working in your office, either mm. you're a movie writer slash artist, if you're oh, Stephen King writing the film. Stephen King, yeah. Or yeah. you're working in a white-collar job where anytime you glance your your reflection, you're going to be reminded of all the dreams you haven't followed because you're working this white-collar job and you're going to be hit by an existential crisis. So the last thing you need is a, a full-body mirror. mirror in your home office. Oh, so it's a full-body. So check your outfit as well. Yeah, like, like a fit check. It's, it's a giant mirror. You've seen, the, you've seen the trailer. You've seen the poster. Oh, my God. Well, it's just dumb. Like, like, and I suspect it's inconsistent with the characters. Like a software developer is going to be like, you know what I really need? I also love that if movies were told like Wikipedia synopses, so we've just said that Alan purchases an antique mirror to decorate his office. 
unbeknownst to him, the mirror supernaturally <laughs> induces hallucinations. Oh, I love just yeah, giving it away. Like, it's like, it's an evil. <laughs> That's the villain. <laughs> Marie is the first to start getting visions. She's haunted by visions of her own body decaying, while Alan is seduced by a mysterious and ghostly woman named Marisol Chavez, who has mirrors in place of eyes. Now, in 2013... That's pretty scary. In 2013, Tim, the youngest son, is mm. discharged from a psychiatric hospital, having come to believe that there were no supernatural events involved in his parents' death. So it's, it's, quite, it's quite clever the way they mix these two, these two timelines together. Mm. And we slowly start to understand how things are going. But basically, we know things happened in the past, but now that Tim's, you know, had to essentially go into treatment for a decade mm. for some sort of crime that he's committed, he's come out thinking, no, there was no supernatural events. We've just remembered it differently because of we went through trauma as kids. It's a Terminator 2, like, mental asylum. It's exactly that. Yeah. It's exactly that. Now, Kaylee has spent most of that. Now, Kaylee is... Uh, Who's the, who's, the, who's the Karen Gilliam? So she's a Doctor Who partner, and she plays a blue character in Marvel films, a shaved-headed blue character. No, I'm forgotten. thinking of I'm thinking of the mum in Terminator Two. Oh, Linda Hamilton. Kaylee is Linda Hamilton, right? Because she didn't Sick. go to jail. She spent most of her young adulthood researching the history of the mirror. Sick. Using her position as an employee of an auction house, she realizes. I don't know if it's in here, but she realizes that the mirror has seemingly been responsible. For f- more than forty-five deaths, sick in its recorded history, which is really fucking sick, right? Yeah, it's awesome. So she obtains access to the mirror and has it transported to the family home, where she places it in a room filled with surveillance cameras and a kill switch, an anchor weighted to the ceiling. Now, there's all these different things. They have alarms that go off to tell them to eat. She's getting her partner to call them every hour on the hour just to make sure that she's okay. Mm. But she also has all these cameras filming the mirror, right? So she's yep. basically being like, I'm se- I'm setting out to prove that there's something supernatural about this mirror. And then the coolest thing is she sets this giant anchor above the mirror that is set to go off every 30 minutes unless they wind back the switch. And it's mechanical because she theorizes that clearly the-, the mirror seems to be able to control electricity in people. But it, it won't want to kill us Ugh. because if it kills us, we won't be able to turn the switch and then it'll be killed. Oh, sick. Yeah, that's awesome. Kaylee intends to destroy the mirror, but first wants to document its power to prove Tim's innocence. Over time, back in t- 2002, the parents slowly become psychotic. Alan isolates himself in his office and Marie becomes withdrawn and paranoid. All of the plants in the house die and their family dog Mason disappears after being shut in the office with the mirror. After Kaylee sees Alan with Marisol, she tells her mother and the parents fight. One night, Marie goes insane and attempts to kill her children, but Alan locks her away. When the family runs out of food, because the kids are basically just stuck in the house, the dad's just, like, they're just all walking around, like, in total dazes, and the mum's just disappeared because she's in the bedroom and the dad's like, you can't go into the bedroom. When the family runs out of food, the children realize that their father is under the influence of the mirror, so Kaylee goes to seek help from their mother. When she goes in there, she finds the mother is chained to the wall and acting like a demon. Oh, God. Kaylee and Tim try going to their neighbors for help, but the neighbors disbelieve their stories. When Kaylee attempts to use the phone, she discovers that all of the phone calls are answered by the same man 
who just says, you're going to have to put your father on the phone. And they realize that the mirror is somehow controlling the phones as well. Oh, God. One night, Alan unchains Marie and both parents attack the children. Marie briefly comes to her senses as she's strangling Kaylee, only to be shot dead by Alan. The children try to destroy the mirror, but it tricks them, making them believe they're hitting the mirror when they're actually hitting the wall. And they're starting to realize it's like, it's kind of impossible to kill this mirror when it can force hallucinations upon you. Yeah, shit. Alan also experiences a moment of lucidity and kills himself by forcing Tim to pull the trigger of the gun and shoot him, causing a small crack in the corner of the mirror in the process. Before dying, he begs the children to run, but Marisol and other victims of the mirror appear as horrific ghosts. The police arrive and take Tim into custody. Before the siblings are separated, they promise to reunite as adults and destroy the mirror. As Tim is taken away and put behind bars, he sees the ghosts of his parents watching him from the house. Back in 2013, Tim attempts to convince Kaylee that she's wrong. I'm gripped. It's great, right? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, yep, let's go. Okay. Tim attempts Ooh. to convince Kaylee that she's wrong and the siblings argue. When they notice, the house plants begin to wilt. So Kaylee's now theorized that it feeds on the plants and it feeds on pets. So that's why she's brought houseplants into the house and she's brought this dog into the house as, like, basically bait for this thing. Oh, God, okay. They review the camera footage and see themselves performing actions they have no memory of. Tim finally accepts the mirror's supernatural power and attempts to escape the house with Kaylee, only for the pair to be drawn back in when they go outside and see themselves inside and are confused whether they're actually in the house or whether they're actually outside the house. Seeing a hallucination of her mother, Kaylee stabs it in the neck, only to realize that she has stabbed her fiancé Michael, who has come to check on her. They try to call the police, but are only able to reach the same voice who spoke to them on the phone as children. Ugh, yeah, this is chilling, Jay. At this point, they see their doppelgangers inside the house standing in front of the mirror. Realizing that the 9-11 call is not going through, they go back inside the house. Kaylee and Tim begin hallucinating by seeing younger versions of each other. They get separated, and each of them relives the nightmare from their youth. Oh, God. Tim awakens alone in the room with the mirror, while simultaneously a younger Kylie hallucinates her mother, beckoning her from the mirror. Sick. Yeah, right? like, I'm, like, I'm listening. So, and, and what's amazing about this film, what this Wikipedia, this Wikipedia synopsis does a good job of explaining the story, but, but mm. what it sacrifices is the way it is constantly chopping between the two timelines. And by the end... Yeah, okay. By the end, it's rapidly switching between the two. It's shot for shot. And okay. it's like similar shot to similar shot, right? Like it'll be a shot of the a shot of Kaylee as an adult to her as a girl doing the same, you know, action. Like it's yep. it's wonderfully well done. And so it's really hard to tell where they are, when they are, you know, who's seeing what. And anyway, so Ka- Kaylee has this moment where she sees her mother pre-zombification in the mirror holding her hands out. And so Kaylee walks to the mirror. Her mom's hands reach out from the mirror and hug her. And Kaylee reaches Mm. into the mirror and hugs her. We then cut to Tim, who, like we said before, he's awakened alone in the room with the mirror. So Tim's like, fuck, I've got to do this now. He's like, he calls out for Kaylee, can't find Kaylee. So he pulls the kill switch. The anchor goes down. And just as it's going down, he realizes it's too late. 
Kaylee's in its path. So the mirror has simultaneously made Kaylee hallucinate that the mum is in the mirror. So she's standing in front of the mirror. Oh, God, yeah. And made Tim think that there was no one in front of the mirror. So he pulls the kill switch and the, the, the anchor buries in the back of Kaylee. Oh, God. The police arrive and arrest Tim, who is hysterical, just as they did when he was younger. As both a boy and an adult, Tim claims the mirror is responsible. As he is taken away and put behind bars, Tim's adult incarnation sees Kaylee's ghost standing in the house with his parents. Is that the end of the film? Yeah, that's the end of Oculus. <laughs> Loved it. Loved so, but so we broke the mirror at the no, end. No, no, because remember. So the anchor didn't go through. Uh, the anchor, yeah. no, the anchor went into Kaylee. So, so the anchor, the so the mirror, which honestly is really fucking smart. Like the mirror is playing four D chess with these guys. So yeah, the mirror wow. is like, how do I protect myself from this anchor? I need, I need it to kill one of them. I need the anchor to bury itself into one of them. So it separates the two, convinces one to come close to the mirror, and then convinces the other one to set off the anchor. That's pretty good. Shag, I'm like freaked out about that. That's that's just like I I don't I don't have a lot of notes. Look, the title stinks and it should be called the invitation. <laughs> it should be called the invitation. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the mirror well, like, in fact, it probably could quite capably be called the invitation. Um Perhaps that's another test we can do for each movie. Like, would it would it would it be a better titled movie if it was called the Invitation? Maybe that's the thing. Do you think every horror movie could be called the Invitation? Or so is Hereditary the Invitation? I mean, so, like Midsummer, totally. They get invited to the Midsummer yeah, the Invitation. invitation. Uh, Child's Play. I mean, kind may, maybe. Yeah, that could be the Invitation. <laughs> Definitely terrifier. That's fine. Although, Peach, I need to pose a final question to you before, yeah, before, we, yeah, before you. we go. Do you think there's a haunted mirror up in my attic somewhere? Oh, shit. I actually really don't. Th- like, I don't often get properly freaked out, creeped out. But, like, everyone's asleep in the house now. And, you know, like, I don't have a lot of shit around me these days. And there's just a lot of spooky stuff going on. So, I'd prefer that we end on a happier note than that. Um, how crazy is it? How... <laughs> Spocko, whatever Spocko. it is, is a Polish Spocko. word. Yeah, let's just fucking Spocko out of here before I really freak myself out. I also love how you can always tell when we've recorded two episodes in the one night because the callbacks are for both episodes and not just for the single episode we did. Just a little bit of, just a little bit of like Spooko uh, behind the scenes info there. You're crazy for this one. Uh, This was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's, what's up?